Welcome, you are listening to Thoughtless Casual Gaming with Brett and Jace. We're a Geelong-based gaming podcast where we talk crap about everything and big note ourselves. That's it. That was that, the intro. I have got it. <laughs> I mean, that is that is the most accurate intro we've done to date. Uh, <laughs> I might, well, I've got no ink in my printer, so I printed off the, um, the sheet I usually write everything down on and... Are you telling me? <laughs> are you telling me that you haven't just got that intro memorized, nailed? Like, uh, look, I probably could have done it very similar, if not exactly the same, to what we usually do. But I thought, ah, here's a chance to have some fun, do something different, go off script. I like it. It's ad lib. <laughs> it's like I'm I'm doing a you. Yeah, I mean that's that's. Uh, how I do everything right. It's not really. Um, it's you don't, you a don't little have bit, notes. It's a little bit whose line is it anyway. I like it. <laughs> All right. Well, we are here tonight to talk in depth and great detail and give our thoughts and pros and cons of Blood Bowl 3. I mean, because I'm ready for that. I am. <laughs> I thought you might be actually. We're not. <laughs> no. We can save that. Let's but just just on that side note, Blood Bowl Three has come out. So if you are playing it, give us your thoughts because we have thoughts. I have many, and we that's will, a lie. Just just a couple, actually. We will discuss those couple of thoughts at great detail later on down the track. Done. So uh, first of all, apologies. It has been a bit of a time since the last episode. Uh, plan is to get on top of that and get a few more episodes out to you guys. We have plans. We have ideas. So many. Yeah, I know. Ugh. We have way too many things to talk about. We just need to do the things and then talk yes. about them. Yes. And to do that, we need time. And time is not something I have had an awful lot of recently. No. But things are settling down. We should be good from now. Touch wood. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I see what you're doing there. I, I went for a different kind, but anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, I did that too. Yeah. That explains the eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> the lack of pants on, underneath the screen. The topic for today is painted pink. We put this challenge out to people. We have done it in the past. We did it again. And by George, we had some entries. Does this mean we've now put two in the pink? Yes. Can, can we do paint it brown? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> okay. We'll do that next. I did get asked next, last night when the next painting event is happening. I'm like, well, we just finished this one. So give it a couple of months. We'll get onto it. So paint it brown. Coming. I'm so on board for this. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. We've got the next one. Uh, we had a number of entries. Thank you, everybody that entered or that tried to enter or that thought about entering. Uh, we had a number of people that, for whatever reason, couldn't finish their their pledges. Um, but we thank you for trying. The idea of this is is just about 
promoting a bit of hobby, making, getting us all together in a virtual headspace to paint stuff and dedicate a little provide, bit of time. Provide a fraction of direction to hopefully, you know, just, I don't know, I've found it really motivating when there have been sort of painting events on where it's like you've got to do this specific thing and it just, it reigns in all of the possible creative options to just a few. Um, just, just, you know, the best way to get me to do something is to kind of put blinkers on a little bit, <laughs> just focus. And that's what I find something like this. Like there's so many ways you could play this, but I feel like, again, it's just a little bit of blinkers that hopefully it helps me. Hopefully it helps others to, to kind of focus on something. I feel the same because yeah, like my dungeon ball team is still sitting here half painted because I had full rain on over that. I could do anything. And I don't like what I did. Yeah. So this one had to do something and I got it done. And I'm options happy. options are paralyzing. Um yes. yeah. No, I like it. Don't think, let us think for you. That's a bad choice. That is not how you life. Anyway. Well, especially if we're coming up with painted brown. But anyway, carrying on. <laughs> um, we okay, the rules for this were the same as the last time. Have something you haven't painted, paint it somewhere on that painting, put some sort of degree of pink. It does not have to be the whole thing. It can be the tiniest part. But we want to talk about, like, obviously the most creative use of pink and, and the people that, that had a bit of fun with this. Um, but that was it. That was the rules. Take a photo of it when it's painted. Done. Yeah. Take a photo before, take a photo after. Have more pink after than before. It's not rocket science. We're not good at rocket science. Ah, oh, no, it's rocket science, bloody heart surgery, rocket surgery, heart science. I'm not doing any of those things. Unless they're pink, pink rockets. Yeah, but I'm still not sciencing them. <laughs> no, true. Uh, so, do you want to talk about yours first, Jace? Yes, but if pink is effectively a shade of red, would pink rockets go faster? Sure, anyway. why not? Anywho, back to the point at hand. Things that we did. He says, finding a photo of what he did so he can remember what the hell happened. Oh, yeah, that's right. I found uh, I was looking for a way to kind of paint something I wouldn't normally paint is the moral of the story. I find these a really good opportunity to paint things that you wouldn't normally do. And so what I went for um, was... Last, I went bigger scale because I wanted a chance to play with some stuff. I've done a lot of Blood Bowl, Mordheim sort of gaming style stuff recently. Um, but bust, um, I went for something a little bit more sci-fi. I paint a lot of fantasy stuff. So again, just a chance to bust that out. Um, and then the other thing I really wanted to play with was texture. I, I just, it was a bunch of ideas kind of floating around my head. So I found something with a bunch of different materials and things, and it was a little bust. I think it was from Loot Studios. Um, of just like this little chick with a big spanner. That's, that's about it. It was a little girl, big spanner. It was glorious. Um, it was actually super cute. Um, She's got very much a, a sort of almost a tiny Tina aspect about her. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a fun little little sculpt. It was just, again, it was, wasn't anything sort of big and grim, dark and angry. It sort of had a little bit of cheekiness about it. So it gave me the giggles and that that's kind of enough to get me motivated. Um, so 
it was funny. The pink was the one bit I wasn't sure how to tackle on this one because I knew I wanted to do some non-metallic metal stuff. I knew I really wanted to hammer down on some textures. Um, so there's a lot of sort of stippling. There's a lot of uh, cross-hatching and kind of scratches and things, um, layering up of textures and trying to show things like worn leather and, um, you know, sort of rough material and stuff like that. Um, and then I, I finally got to a stage where I went, shit, I better put some pink on her. Um, <laughs> And Otherwise, we got, it's all for nothing. I know, right? Um, which I think I found a few different spots. Like I've done a like top part of her top pink. I've done. She's wearing a bit of a like a, um, a scarf. Thank you. That was the word I was looking for. Um, in a slightly different pink. I'm like, how how can I throw pink in without making it a pink model where we've painted everything pink so this was how can i throw in a few different ones so the scarf is a little bit more of a muted sort of dusty darker pink i couldn't help myself i did have to bust out the fluoros for a little patch on her sort of goggle strap (laughs) i can't couldn't not put some fluoro in there a little bit um and then i reckon the thing that took me the longest on this was trying to work out which way she's looking um because she she's kind of had a, a bit of a, a weird expression. Like she's sticking her tongue out. She's pulling a bit of a face and it almost looked like she could have been going cross-eyed. And I almost like, we know how many times we've all tried to paint eyes and they've come out cross-eyed accidentally. And I'm like, can I do it and make it look like I've done it on purpose? Um, I decided why that, I don't paint eyes. Because uh, this, they always yeah. look cross-eyed. I decided very quickly that was a terrible idea. Um, so <laughs> we pointed them a different way. But um, now, look, all in all, I'd look, there's stuff I would adjust and I would change now looking at it. But it was a super fun exit. Like, it's kind of one of those things try a thing, learn some stuff, put a pin in it, and move on. Um, and I think that that was kind of what I did and what I really liked. There were a few pieces I saw recently that um, kind of had me trying some stuff. So we've tried some things, we've learned some things. We'll move on and we'll just sort of keep throwing them on the next one. So super fun. The wrench is, is particularly interesting to me. So that's all non-metallic, is it? Mm. That's come out really nicely. Like just the – is that yeah, – what sort of method are you using for the like the little scratches or the, the highlights? It, it, was, it was a lot of just little tiny lines. So it's just – normal acrylic paint i didn't do any sort of funky contrast things or anything um so it's just layering up to the different things it's you know there's an obvious edge highlight in there but then it was just going all right this thing needs to be worn it needs to be used it needs to be you know definitely not brand new so it was a lot of yeah just literally painting lines and dots and dashes and shit all over it because with the brown and the, and the sort of rust that you've got going on there, it definitely doesn't look new, but it does new. look as overly full-on rusty that I would normally do, which is pretty much like rust everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I was looking trying to find that thing where I, I want it used, I want it not new, but I also want it like if you're using this, it's probably going to have rust knocked off. There's going to be shiny bits. So there's so that was kind of the idea. And then it was just trying to find the spots that would stay rusty, even if it was getting used. So I tried to do like a lot of the edges a lot shinier 
probably could be a little bit shinier, to be honest. Now I'm looking at it. Um, and then trying to find out, because the gold is very yellow. Like, it's too yellow to be realistic gold, but fun. Um, and then, you know, using things like greens to in the shadow to show a bit of wear and tear and sort of almost a patinary effect on gold, even though I'm not sure if gold actually does that. But, meh. That looks great. I think you've won. Well done. Yay. All right. We'll just call that an episode. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, what did you do? Well, I sort of went the same way. I wanted to paint something that I don't normally paint. Um, And... I mean, what I'm doing at the moment is, in my normal painting, is a lot of, you know, I've, I've been painting a lot of Blood Bowl, obviously, uh, some Marvel Crisis Protocol, some Star Wars Legion, a little bit of that. So I went in a 40K route, well, the way, route, way, that's a row. I went 40K. and I'm sorry. The, yeah, I know. Well, that's fine. Uh, we're all aware of your opinions. <laughs> no, to be fair, you went you went the best way to do forty k. Yeah, like, to be fair. And look, I I came across in perusal of I don't know what it was, whether it was Instagram or, or some Facebook group or something, or maybe it was just YouTube videos that came up after I watched something else. I came across this image of an orc commando with camo and pink skin and i thought that's really interesting you just you don't see orcs with pink skin these days or ever and i thought that could that could be interesting and i I got thinking that way for a brief amount of time and then realized that look i paint pinky type skin or you know reasonably often what if we went the orc way and had orc skin but went pink camo and this brought me back to my old rainbow six days so rainbow six vegas one where i would play and you get up to a certain level and there was this beautifully bright pink camo that you can unlock for your character and as soon as me and my mates all got that, we just that that was all we wore from that point on. And it's fantastic. And it again reminded me of a story that a friend of mine told me. He used to play EverQuest One in the days that you could dye your armor, anything you liked. And so he dyed his armor bright pink because it is the ultimate dickhead detector. Right, so and I I had this in Rainbow as well. I would people would join the game, see the pink camo, go fuck these guys and leave. Perfect. And they are they are the people you don't want to play with. The people that are going to judge you by the the color of your camo in this case. So it brought me back to those days and reminded me of that. And I'm like, that's it. I need to do pink camo. Yeah, um, it has got me on so like in early 2000s. You know when they did like every color of like cargo pants were a thing yep. and then they started doing the camo and then they started doing the color and you used to get the, like the blues and, and all of a sudden there were suddenly pinks and yep. red. It's, it's got a real kind of early 2000s. I don't know what you're camouflaging yourself into with this. 
I mean, there are pink flowers on there. I put pink flowers on the base. So, and and I did the the usual thing that I do when I can't think of anything else on the base, which is just black crackle paint over couple of different shades of pink painted in a random direction so the crackle paint pops and it, it looks like it's you know dirt exploding, exploding yeah. out of like a pink base basically yeah. um, but i had a lot of fun with this i didn't get this model until much later in the uh event uh then i was i mean i was trying a few things but i was also busy with life so i sort of had to whack this guy out pretty quickly but I did my usual thing. So contrast paints. I love contrast paints. Like so for, for people like me, they are so good. And They're just good. The skin, like the orc skin, it just you know, orc. I think it's it called even called orc flesh camo, and then highlight it up with a couple of layers. You leave that cam that contrast in the reserves of the the skin where it's deepest and you just work your way up and it just it's quick it's easy and it works uh so i did that for the skin so normal green skin didn't go the pink skin and then the the camo i just went like a, a magenta contrast and then again layered it up with with a little bit of pink uh, a couple of shades of pink and then the camo i was just doing random lines of a light like an edge highlight pink basically that I've got and then random lines of white next to those random lines of pink and it seems to work. I'm happy yeah. with him. No, uh, absolutely. Is that the new, uh, did you start with the new contrast magenta? Yes, the Doomfire magenta. How yes. good is that colour? I love it. And I love it. There are some so really good ones in the new set. Yeah. But as a base for this, like it is it is literally the perfect shadow colour and the camo is Absolutely, like it reads. Like you look at it and you go, "Yeah, he's wearing camo pants." Yeah, I can tell because I can't see them. Um, <laughs> no pants, pants off, Frodo. That's not yeah. Frodo, but yes. Oh, look, I'm really happy with him, and especially for it was really only a couple of nights' work. Oh, you so. smash this one out, and mm. I can't help. Sorry, I also love the fact that it is so obviously the pink that is the feature. Yeah. Like, because otherwise he would just be a regular everyday orc. But no, he's an orc that's definitely leveled up to the point where he can buy the uh, the pink camo costume. But also the little star on his belt buckle. I feel yes. like I'm. I feel like I'm staring <laughs> at his crotch a lot because there's that little star. Just... I don't. I don't know why that's there, but I felt like I had to. Yes. Like it just had to be yellow, and so it's it's very. Uh, Eye drawing, let's say. Yes. yes. Yeah. But yeah, look, yeah. yeah, I got this model, put it together on, let's say, the, the 14th of Feb. And then he was done by the 25th. Yeah, so, damn. Yeah, 11 days. Right. So smashed him through. And like, he was an easy pleasure to, to work with, in all honesty. He was just. One of those models that that doesn't take any effort. It just all seemed to come together. And look, it. I also, you know, it, the credit there, I know it sounds like you smashed him out just based on that timeline, right? You got him on this day. It was done by that day. But let's not also forget that the actual amount of painting available time in that timeline was, <laughs> oof. He was, yeah. he was scarce. 
I, I have had a busy couple of weeks and none of that's been anything remotely to do with stuff that I need to do for myself. It's been things I needed to do for work. So yes, me time has been me time and family time as I have been reminded reminded of quite considerably recently uh, has been very scarce in the last couple of weeks. So Yeah. But yeah, he's done. I'm happy with him. So glorious. Well, you can also win. Oh, yay. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time. Done. Done. This is easy. I don't know what I we're know, saying right? about this being a long episode. <laughs> <laughs> they usually are long. Why are they usually longer than this? I mean, we talked about what you did. We talked about what I did. <gasps> that's Shit. it, right? I think that's that's... Do we have to talk about anyone else? Oh, yeah, other people. Forgot about that. Ah, oh, shit. All right. What we, an inconvenience. I know, right? <laughs> what an inconvenience that they did what we asked them to do. <laughs> All right. So quite a few entries. We are going to go through. There were a couple that were that just appear on the Facebook event. So we'll talk about those first. And then there are a, a couple that are just in the Discord and a lot of them which are kind of in both. So we'll do the two that are just on Facebook first. And we're just going to do them in the order in which they were finally submitted. So not finally, but fine the final Finally. Version. Yeah. Yeah. Words. I've mentioned I've been working a lot, haven't I? This may not be the most coherent of podcasts from me. So shit. That's yeah. all over. It's uh, it's all on you now. So, Facebook, first one that we're going to talk about is Oswalt's. Now, Ozzy has done a Snotling Blood Bowl team. One, two, I'm just going to count them out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten players. That, sound, that look, sounds like a sevens team to me, and I think that's what he's using currently, isn't it? That sounds just about right. Yeah, no, he's using it at the moment. Yeah. Um, he played half a game today. That's right. Yes, he did. <laughs> well, he was supposed to play yesterday and then they rescheduled for today and they played half a game today. Now, the uh, these are your regular, regular run-of-the-mill green skins. Uh, the troll is green skin. The, all the snotlings on the pump wagon and all the snotlings not on the pump wagon are all green. The pink comes in via the beautiful mushrooms on every single model there are so many mushrooms there's so many and like mushrooms are so thematic with snotlings and orcs yeah that that i just love how are these mushrooms done are they are they 3d are they i am assuming i'm making assumptions here but they are not hand sculpted so if they were they'd be amazing yeah I think it looks like some of them might be a bit similar. So there may be yeah. the 3D, but the pink mushrooms, spot on. It is. And it's such a, just a consistent theme across the team. Like that's almost, apart from that, like the snotlings are hard in that there's mm. not actually a lot of stuff that isn't skin to do. A like bit of a loincloth or something. Yeah, given them, them a little bit of a character in the paint, scheme is really tricky so just i mean inspired just going let's let's mushroom these guys up 
let's let's shroom our snot. Yep. Um, <laughs> as you do. And then, as I said, because it, it's what it's what you look at when you see the team. Yeah, it is, and it's what ties um, it all together. And the, the the pink mushrooms and the yellow on the bases too. Yeah, like the yellow is just a, a spot on color for me because it just it works so well. It's it's you look at it and it's green and it's pink and it's yellow, and those three colors seem to work for me. Yep. No, they just, it, it's one of those that they're all sitting pretty similarly. Like there's not, you haven't got a, a real heavy contrasting color, but it, it kind of works. They're all mm-hmm. looking in the same environment. They're all doing the same kind of thing. It means that all the sort of leathery, browny color that he's got throughout it doesn't detract. It doesn't really muddy no. him down because you've got these really bright areas that, that pop through. Um, he also banged these out. I can't remember the exact timeline, but it was, this quick. This final a final picture that he's submitted, I think, is on the nineteenth of Jan. Yeah. So yeah. So that is you know a month and a half before the competition ended. So that's huge. I love the pump wagon. So the pump wagon is just it's so simple color scheme wise. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's got a bit of brass or something like that in there too. But it's it doesn't look like it's on the base straight. No, it's. It looks like it's hit the mushrooms and yep. it's kind of veered off course a little bit. And like the snotlings, which are always hanging off the edge and stuff, but they look like they're hanging out for a reason. It's because they may have fallen out. It just, um, yeah, it adds so much character. And I love it. I love that little angle that, 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 that it's on. I'm also impressed that he actually put all the snotlings on the pump wagon because I did not do that. Well, I've painted one of my pump wagons and the other one I've just put together. But the one I painted, yeah, doesn't have any snotlings on it whatsoever. No, I think I put like two. <laughs> um, I also really like the troll is a a, a cool as model. But yeah, I where actually, is that from? It's yeah. a yeah, it's a brute fun uh, okay, sculpt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a three D print. Um, brute fun is the sculptor. It is bloody glorious. There's one looking at me uh, at the moment. I really should get around to. Um, but the Color he's used for the armor, like that brownie leather. I don't know what it is, but it is such a rich looking leather color mm. too. Like it's not a washed out brown. It's like there's actually some some like richness to it. I actually really dig that color. I'm gonna have to find out what it is. Yeah, he's done an incredible job, and like yeah, the troll model's fantastic with the big ass hand on the ground or close to the ground. And yeah, look, it's it's an awesome looking team, all tied together, all obviously one team, and yet it's still very distinctly Snotlings. Yeah, oh, I only I only just realised one of the little dudes was standing on the mushroom. Yes, cool, eh? yes. I, I was so focused on the mushroom umbrella that that's uh... <laughs> <laughs> the guy with the uh, the megaphone. Yes, yeah, that's He's, glorious. Oh, so cute, so cute. No, well done, Oz. All right, the other one, which is Facebook only, is from Panda, who has done a couple of Chaos Spawns. The Spawn. Yeah, so as you, we were talking briefly before we started recording, as you quite rightly pointed out, I mean, those bases are exquisite. Who the actual shit paints checks on bases? Stop it. 
Panda's something special. Panda has been painting for a number of years. He long, long, long time ago he uh, managed a GW back when it was GW, and he has a habit of deciding to play in a 40k tournament every so often and will buy an army, paint it up, convert it, make it look absolutely impressive. He did. He's done two armies now based on Fabius Pile and all his lot of you know, test tubes and all sorts of stuff. Did yeah, I he, see that he won Ark the other weekend? I don't know. I'm, Maybe. I'm pretty sure. I, I like, haven't looked at any Ark type results or anything. I haven't paid any any attention to it. I uh, are relatively sure. Anywho, possibly with these models. And congratulate possibly. him. Uh, I sent you a thing in a chat. There you go. All right, cool. Um, so, yeah, these – so he'll he'll regularly just be painting a new army and then play in a tournament and sell it off. So I know that he can paint well. And That is probably, a discipline too, like mm. to paint not just a model but an army. <sighs> and then just get rid of it. Like I can't do that. If I paint something good, I, I need to keep it because it just doesn't happen. <laughs> No, I'm the same. I can't. If it's painted, it stays. Um, but to the point, so the point I was making was the bases are checks. They are individually highlighted checks. Mm-hmm. Black and white. Yes. Just, yeah. Like it's proper checkerboard. That's bloody silly. Anywho, that isn't pink. The bit that <laughs> is pink is the chaos spawn sitting on top of said checks. Yes. Or if I wanted to be really pedantic, one of the cow spawns sitting on top of the checks. Just saying. <laughs> um, the other cow spawn is not checks yet. No, he's checkless. He's checkless. He uh, should check himself. Before he wrecks himself. Yes. It's too late. Oh, dear. Um, I fell anyway. right into that, didn't I? Yes. Um, um, <laughs> go on. <laughs> but... So they are this very pinkish, fleshish kind of creepy AF color uh, in that it looks like it's actual. You know, a lot of people do spawn and they're like a really vibrant kind of fantasy yes. kind of like not a, we've gone the opposite route here and we've gone, nah, what would skin look like if the God really fucked with it? And this is what skin would look like if a chaos God really decided to get in there and give it a good jiggle around. Um is is realistic chaos spawn, let's say. Quote, yes, sort of. Um, <laughs> but then the the blend through the purple for like the tentacles and other claws and and sorted limbs is groovy as hell. Like it goes from that pink through to the purple through to like the dark bluey blacky claw thing. Mm-hmm. Then. So these are based off, if I'm not wrong, these are probably based off the actual Chaos Spawn model, but they are not the faces of actual Chaos Spawn model because there is one big old eye staring at me right now, this big old yellow sort of crocodile eye thing that I am haven't gone back and looked if he's done progress shots, but that has to be converted, sculpted. It's, I mean, he put in... Here's my pledge, and he, then he put in here's the finished pledge. Let me, let me go find. Can... Let me go find the original. Here's oh my yeah, pledge. there is a lot of green stuff on that original one. 
There's that well, is there it one is. ball of green stuff is the eye. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say neither of those. I like. I recognize a lot of the parts. A lot of the parts from. The, but neither of those are the faces of Caspawn that come out of a GDA box. Um, they are the impressive. faces we have, and they are the faces that we needed to have. Yes, that is yeah. glorious. So, you know, full props there for getting the green stuff out and just going ham on these guys and doing something different too. I That's love the, I love the teeth. I love the eye. Like the focus of both of those faces. One of them has this this giant yellow eye, crocodile eye, like you said, mm-hmm. um, and the other has this open more of a mouth with five teeth just poking out every direction and no eyes to speak of. No, he needs to see a dentist though. Yeah, th- those teeth, that the teeth and the eyes are so well done. I mean, I wouldn't expect any less of Panda, but so well done. No, but look, definite props for going not, you know, neon pink, but mm. something that is absolutely pink, but is also a lot more of a natural color for the yes. least natural models that we have seen. <laughs> no, they are amazing, amazing, amazing. Cool. All right. Shall we move on to the ones that are in Discord? Because even, even the ones that are on Facebook and Discord, I think there's a few more pictures of a couple of them in Discord. And yes. So we'll have more to chat about. Incidentally, if you're not in our Discord, why not? But please feel free to do so because there's a lot of chat. There's a lot of different things going on, which is great. We talk about all sorts of stuff, Blood Bowl particularly, but there are many, many, many other channels that get quite a bit of conversation, everything from you know, other games, so Marvel Crisis Protocols in there, 40K is even in there, much that Jace has discussed. It keeps um, having comments and, and things happening in that channel. <laughs> Mar- Marvel Snap is in there if you're on, on that on your phone, like quite a few of us are. By are all means, people that are not? Like is that, is that a thing? <laughs> my, my friend from the States came. Um, let's just interrupt this with a with a anecdote or a story. But my friend from the States came. He did a comic signing at work and then came back to my place and we caught up. We haven't I haven't seen him for like 10 years or so, right? So we are chatting until 3 o'clock in the morning after he's flown in from the States and I've been working stupid hours, right? So how we stayed up till 3 is beyond me. Yeah. Poor life choice o'clock, yeah. But part of that was us mucking around and getting on Snap and playing each other. <laughs> so, so you've actually done the the player friend? I have played a couple of friends, yes. So I've had a couple of, uh, game or two with James, but yeah, Jason and I were just getting on and we were mucking around and he was like, thank you, because you know, some, some of the games he won, he would have retreated out of if it wasn't me. But it was me, you know. I didn't have the cards I needed, and he did. So, you know, that's it's a learning experience. But anyway, Marvel Snap, good game. Discord, that was what I was saying. Jump on Discord. Yes. We have lots of things to talk about, and we promise we won't go off on as many tangents there as that's, we do in the actual that is podcast. Not as safe. There are actually more people that are less focused than we are in that Discord. That is not a promise you can make. That's a promise I can make about me. 
Yeah, but I just know how many tangents I've already gone on tonight. Are we talking? So. Uh, yeah, when we say we, are we talking about the the royal collective we of the Discord population? Because uh, the royal collective we of the TCG podcast hosts. Okay, even fifty percent of fifty percent of that is accurate. Then yes, fifty um, percent of the time it works every time. So Discord first one that we've got with finished models, models. Is Adam so Moose Moosington in the Discord uh, has painted some pink Necrons? When you say some, some, I'm, I, I don't I'm know saying, how many. Like yeah, it just. Lots. I've, I've stopped counting. I think I think he actually did do a count in one of these posts, but. All right, you, you talk, I'll scroll. Oh, shit, I've got to talk? Okay, I'll yeah, scroll. Um, there is an absolute <laughs> shit ton. And what I love is that, so he started doing pink crons and he posted them because it almost just coincidentally coincided with this event. So he's just like, oh, I'm, I'm doing pink crons and you're doing a pink thing. I'm going to add, you know, two and two together and get five. Um so he's got these, and there's a whole bunch. There's different ones. There's little scaraby dudes. There's there's regular Necrony dudes. There's slightly bigger Necrony dudes with slightly bigger guns. I clearly am up to date with my Necron type lingo. I think there was a comment there where he's still actually not sure what game he's going to play with them yet. Um, but it was it's a thing. So I think it's just shy of forty models. So all many. up. <laughs> so many But and A, they're what Necrons I Which I love And B, yep. they're pink, which I love So good, and so pink Like, it's not like, oh, a little bit of pink here and there It's like, nah, I'm making these guys pink metal Yeah, like, like the, it, what you expect to be silver on a Necron is pink And it's it's like it's almost a metallic pink Like, it's it's... Clearly Necron. It's clearly metal, but it's clearly pink. But there was this piece where he was like, Oh, I've done a few of these. And I'm like, mate, you got you got time. Like you this is January. He's like, Oh sweet, I'll do some more. And then he did some more. I'm like, holy shit, he did some more. Buddy, you still got time. I'll do some more. <laughs> <laughs> this just rinse and repeated. Uh so I'm trying to work out. So there's there's I'll talk about the scarabs first. So there's a couple of couple of bases of scarabs, and the scarabs are absolutely pink. And there's half a space marine on one of them, with that has been bisected, and blood is pouring out of the waist of where the rest of the body should be. There's a little skull on the other one, which is so cute. Oh, here we go. Here is the total I've painted. 19 Immortals with three different weapon options, mm -hmm. 15 Warriors with two weapon options, and five Scarab Swarms. 39. Done. Yeah. Jesus Christ, most Like, well done. Um, the I'm having a quick look at the Immortals now. So it almost looks to me, I'm trying to, trying to get this right. So there is definitely silver on the Necrons itself. So it looks to me like the guns are, like, completely pink and just glowing, and it's like a... Like, like almost an OSL kind yeah. of yeah, like 
so much yeah, pink. Because uh, even the scarabs, I'm looking at this where it's like, yeah, there's a little light type thing in the middle of them and then everything mm-hmm. around that is pink as well. He has gone ham with that. Um, I actually really dig the fact that also he's done, like he's still got traditional like shoulder pad things. Mm-hmm. So they, what I think that does really well is actually give them some structure and you're like, all right, well, there's a lot of pink and there's a lot of metal going on, but you can clearly read the model because you know where the shoulders are and the rest of the model kind of falls into focus. Yep. And it's kind of like you've got the the red for the basic grunt dudes and gold mm-hmm. for a potential yep. leader so, or leader. So straight up practicality for gaming winner. Um, equally, what it does is because the base is a, a kind of ready brownie there's a situation. lot of blood on some of these bases. Like, like they, they have this, done some un- unkindness to some people. Straight out of Predator films. That's what <laughs> this is. Like people without skins and without bones and just like intestines or something on the ground. It, it, it's impressively gory. Yeah. But I feel like the colour of the shoulder pads actually ties in with that really well. I mean, it kind of... Like it top and tails the model. You've got this kind of ready brown base and then these ready browny kind of shoulders for most of the guys. And it actually, it lets A, the gold one stand out, but B, kind of gives you a, I know where the bottle stops and I know where the metal starts. Um, mm-hmm. And then the middle is pink and it's the best. <laughs> we like we like pink middles. Is that what you're saying? And I cannot lie. <laughs> All right. Um uh, look, huge props to, to Adam for for the sheer dedication that he's gone to for these. I mean, I want to know what he's playing with them. I want to know when these guys are hitting the table because I want to see an opponent rock up to a table and him to dump the pink runs on and be like, yeah, I'm going to goss you in the face. <laughs> yes. I want to see these guys like trashing the crap out of other teams. You know, you're bringing uh, ultramarines? Yeah. I've got yeah. crons. I see you've painted blue. Yes. Rookie error. <laughs> blue goes to red very quickly. Uh, yeah, no, the, these are fantastic. I love them. There is. Uh, he has started silver. I found a work in progress. Um, he's He started with silver and then he's just gone pink over the top. It, but there is just so goddamn many. It's like rules for this competition was choose a model, all models. I all think models. we could say all models. Yes, but like that was an option. I think I think we might have expected say some Blood Bowl teams or maybe some yeah. Underworlds warbands or yeah. Mordheim crews or something along those lines. Uh, not, I mean, it's painted uh, a whole bloody forty k army. Pretty much. I mean, Look, that's, I'm not that's, talk- that's bigger than kill team. So. Yes, that is that is several kill teams. Yes. Oh, <gasps> there's a dude on that scarab base that is just legs and gore from the waist up. Yes, that's the one I was talking about before. He's yes. like, <laughs> he's, he's still standing there, like it's just it's only just happened. Yeah. Like the body's fallen off the the base, so that's that's no longer in existence he's as far fresh. as. Yeah. Oh. He his legs haven't realised he's dead yet. No, they're still running. He's done the whole chicken thing. That's so good. All right, I'm going to say awesome work, awesome work, Adam. Um, 
Can I possibly ask? I mean, you can ask. I I want to see a monolith. <gasps> can you or, imagine a peak what monolith? Is, what, is, what is that new dickhead that's like a big, giant, glowing dickhead out the middle of a monolith? Oh, the the Catans. Yeah. Sure. I want to see I want to see I want to see a pink one. Yes. The pink. Uh, look. No pressure, but if you wanted to do that, I would love to see what that looks like. Ah, <laughs> oh, too good. Would that make it a pinkolith? I don't know what it would make it, but it would a make mono, it mono pink. It would it will be in my dreams. I can tell you that much. Those dreams are no longer pink. <laughs> <laughs> no longer dry either. Uh, let's let's move on. <laughs> so next one along is Josh. Now Josh has painted up a shambling undead blood bowl team. Wait, Jared. Jared, sorry. Yep, I I know what I'm talking about. Yes, Jared, you're quite yep. right. You're quite right. It's been a I long mean, week. There there are two people. Those both of those names are entries that we need to discuss. Yes. Let's talk Bye. about Jared's first. All righty. Jared, so, yeah, Jared's next in line. Shambling undead. Um, these, look, I will say from the outset, the picture that we've got is a little bit tricky to see some of them and a little bit darker at the back perhaps. But um, what I can see I am enjoying. Like the, I actually, so it, on the picture though, two things I really appreciate is the perspective because the photo is actually taken like front on you know how most people take photos of a model and it's kind of that like 45 top degree down. top yeah. down he's gone full front on so you actually you have a blood bowl team coming at you and the cool thing on this not only is he photographed it like on a blood bowl pitch board so mm-hmm. it looks like they're there but the shadows behind them are groovy as fuck yeah the shadows i do, I do enjoy like, the little silhouettes on the back of it are cool. Anyway, but white there's, balance issues aside. <laughs> there's something to be said about a mummy's shadow as well. Those mummies, like the pink contrasted with the white that he's done, how he's done yeah. the white for the bandages is just awesome. Like I've yeah. been lucky enough to see these guys in the flesh because he's playing in the current league. So I've seen him, seen him throw the dice a couple of times. Um, and I will say that the in the flesh, so in the hand, the pink is actually a little bit darker. It's more like a, a darker magenta kind of feel. It still goes to that real edge highlight, but it's so much creepier because it is this slightly darker, slightly sort of more... Um, you know, as a magentary kind of a creepier looking color. Um, but the flip side, like, or the other part of that is the white on the bandages, which is like a, a gray white kind of thing because the pink is darker. It stands out even more in person. The same with like the ghoul skin and some of the bone on the skeleton. It actually gives it a, a more contrast when you get them in. Like, it's like, the, the light on this has washed them out a little bit and you lose a little bit of the effect. So having seen these guys in the flesh, um, it, it's another level of impressive. The I'm just comparing. I've got one of my own mummies in my hand 
you know, the <laughs> Dungeon Bowl team I was talking about, yes. how, how I was not impressed with it. Um, I wish my mummies looked like that. Like the Definitely. bandages on them, like the bandages. And it's it's the contrast between the dark pink um, and the yep. white. But also what I was thinking is that it's too easy. Pink's one of those colours that you can very easily paint a Blood Bowl team in. Pink, mm-hmm. purple, green, red. A lot of those colours work very well for distinguishing armour for Blood Bowl teams. Yes. The trick with pink is, and what you can fall into the trap, and God knows I've done it, is making that pink too bright. Mm-hmm. And a too bright pink on a Blood Bowl team is the brighter it is, the harder it is to pull it off, I think. And for yeah. example, I've got an Ogre team, which is which I did for the last Painted Pink competition. And I think they are, I mean, admittedly, I went fluorescent with those, but I think they're too bright. I think this sort of pink that he's done here is just that bright shade of... It's- such a good it's actually this really sort of as a dark kind of imposing creepy kind of it's a slightly richer color in the flesh too even in the pictures though it it's not like he's gone fluoro pink they mm-hmm. definitely have a highlight they definitely have some shadows but it's kind of this darker sort of you know desaturated magentary kind of thing that goes up to a pink um which i really dig which is what you want for an undead team. You don't want bright colours. And again, going back to my team, which is, you know, it's bright yellow and I'm trying to dull it down a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bright colour does not work no. as easily with an undead team because you don't expect them to be wearing new armour and new shoulder pads and all no. the rest of it. And but there's also, like, there's a lot of light colours between the bandages, between the bone, between like mm-hmm. a... a pallid, fleshy kind of colours and stuff like this, that you need something darker on the model. Otherwise, the whole thing is kind of the same lightness. Um, so doing this really kind of contrasty pink, like it makes, because the rest of the model, the rest of the colours are pretty neutral. They're browns, they're, you know, kind of olivey greens and greys and stuff, but they all stand out now because you've got this sort of pink backdrop to them. Yep. Yeah, no, I am digging it. And I'm also digging the 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 bases. So the bases tie it in as well. So it almost feels like, and again, you've seen it in person, I haven't. Um, seems like sort of almost, it's like a Blood Bowl pitch, but almost like a dead Blood Bowl pitch. Yeah, it's, it's kind of almost swampy or marshy or something that's not real healthy. I actually really, the tufts he's got on there and stuff, they're not, Long ones, mm-hmm. yeah, they're, they're nice and short, which is what you'd expect if it's a blood bowl pitch that's being been used and trampled run. on, and yeah, all those things. So I think there's some really clever, really subtle choices that that make it work on you know with blood bowl specifically in mind. Yeah, no, I I, I really dig this. Uh, it, it makes me hate an undead team. I don't want an undead team, but. Undead teams are cool, man. It's uh, necromantic horror teams are cool. Undead teams, I can take a leaf. Uh, undead, as a general rule, is cool. Let's leave it at that. I mean, that's why I went to dungeon. They for could them, have so I could, use, I'm just saying. so I could do both. 
Uh, yeah. No, really, really like this one. All right, so scrolling on. There's a lot of progress pics here. Uh, doo -doo -doo. I'm just looking at my list. Where, there we go. So the next one is Jared with his OSL. No, Josh with the OSL. We just talked about this. this I was totally, Jared. Did, totally did that on purpose. You, uh, you, wrote, you wrote them backwards, didn't you? No, no, I wrote them the right way. I just, I even numbered everything. So, you know, I've got Oswald one, you know, I've got Panda two. I've got Jared at four and Josh at five, which is absolutely the order that we're reading it in. First, yeah. what I did was clicked on the picture to open it nice and bright in my, my screen and then read the wrong name off my list. So now I've started crossing them off. So we won't have that problem again. See what you've done here. And I like it. I'm we design, gonna, we yep. improve, we move on. Everyone's name has got to start with J from now on though. Great. Um, so this is, what is this model? So looks, it's an elven sort of, almost elven witch. Sorcery. Sorcery. Kind of. I don't know what the model is. I don't know what the model is from. I don't know where this has come from, but it is a pretty, um, just as a model, like it's it's got a real D&D vibe about it. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I, was, I look at this and I think, for some reason, I think Hero Forge, uh, where you can build your own models and yes. then, um, do it that way. So, and that reminds me because I've done that for D&D campaigns in the past, but the so she's got like a, a pink fire that she's holding in her right hand, and that fire is obviously lighting up that side of her arm, yep. of her face. Little bits going down towards uh, the the pants area, from what I can see. Yeah, it uh, is. But then then the the color kicks in, and then everything starts looking normal again. Now I'll I'll have a quick chat about this first, I think, because Go. I am no expert on OSL and I have barely tried it myself. The best I have done is putting, say, a yellow contrast onto a black painted thing to get the glow from some fire or something. That's the, that's the best I've done, and I I tried a little bit with the Darth Maul that I did recently. And then decided I didn't like what it, I was doing, so I took it off completely. So from a complete amateur's point of view, I really like this. I really like how it's, it's lit up. It, it's obviously OSL. It's obviously uh, you know, that pink burning onto, onto the model. The, the OSL for me is really good. I love the fact that this is his first try at it. So as he's said in the, the comment, I thought I'd give OSL a go for the first time for this event. Don't think I quite landed the effect fully, but it was fun to give it a go. Look, I don't think it's going to take very long for him to be able to pull that off completely. No, I mean, he's already shitting over me. So let's, let's put that right out there. I mean, but that's all our preferred place to anyway. Um, and and but, you know, I'm not talking in a in a foreplay sort of way here. Disappointing, <laughs> um, but I think firstly, this is fundamentally what I love about these events. Are people like, 
I'm going to fucking try something. I've never done this. It's it's one model. There is zero harm in you. I'm not painting an army in it. Like you can't. You could paint it. You could paint a whole blood bowl team. You could do a whole thing. All right. You can commit. Right. Or you can go. Here is a an excuse or an opportunity to just try something. I've wanted to and I haven't. So fundamentally, just using this as that opportunity is an absolute win in my books. This, um, this is what we want. This is the whole point. You know, try something new. Try, try painting camo for the first time. Try painting OSL for the first time. Uh, that's that's what we want. And yeah, one model. It's you know, it doesn't even have to sit in a private place on your shelf or whatever. It can be just the first try. Give something a go. Chuck it in a and competition. And you know, this is not a competition. This is an event. We. Do not judge by merit or, or end result here. Or everybody is on an equal footing, as far as we're concerned. But yeah, no. Look, I love how he's done this. Yeah, all of those things, and there's some stuff that fundamentally people trying ourselves for the first time. Like, there's some real stumbling blocks, right? First one is model is painted too bright overall, so it's like the model is standing in direct sun right and the challenge with that is that if you shine a torch in daylight you don't get as much of an effect as if you shine a torch in the dark so your effect is lessened by the the brighter the ambient light is um so he hasn't done that right the model is fundamentally in some kind of shadow like it's not broad daylight lighting by by default so tick right there the second one is the lighting effect or the reflection or that glow kind of effect needs to be the strongest at the light source and the closest to the light source so firstly the light source that fire in a hand is brighter it's lighter than anything else there it goes right up to a white almost it looks like Um, so it is legitimately the brightest thing on the model and then the further away from that you get, the less glow effect you get, which is exactly how it works, right? So I think there is a couple of things that people stumble on that he's just nailed in this first attempt and the rest is just tweaking to preference. Like even the the – so these are spellcaster sleeves, right? They're really – low hanging and, and quite a lot of room for people to shelf wrap it. Definite robe, yeah. Yeah. So even that, that right arm, that bottom of the sleeve where it, it goes from the pink to the green, mm-hmm. which, you know, you could very easily and I probably would very easily get carried away and, and do all of that pink because it's close to the flame. But it's it's not because the arm's in the way. The shadow from the arm yeah. is in the way. So yeah, He's picked yeah. all those things really, really well. Um, no, it's absolute, as I said, first attempt, you're like, are you kidding me? Stop it. Stop it. I hate people that are better than me at everything. Ah, dear. No, look, really love it. A lot of hate. I have have so much hate in me. (laughs) It boils me. Uh, look, I love it. I think, I think she's really fantastic. I think, uh, I think Joshie should be really really proud of what that if that's first attempt 
stats. Like I said, crap's all over my first attempt. I can't even remember my first attempt, but I guarantee it wasn't pretty. <laughs> You've just done it a million times since. It is. All right. Yeah. The winner. Who's up? All right. Next up is Jinton. I mean, Clinton. I like Clinton. this. Clinton with a J doesn't work, does yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, disqualified, like. <laughs> yeah, we disqualified Clinton because that seems to be what we do. Appropriate. Yeah. I mean, he, he got his in at least close to the end date this time, not like six months before. Uh, but Clinton has done a Blood Bowl Yeti. Yes. Which is, this is the model you printed off for him as a Patreon yeah. price, isn't it? Yep. This is definitely his Patreon prize, and it's also my favourite Blood Bowl Yeti. It's so pretty. So he's done pink, and this is where it's it's the out-of-the-ordinary thing, which we love. The pink is the fur, and part of the fur, in fact. So normally... You know, Blood Bowl team, you expect the pink to be the, the armor or the, the it's, uniform it's the, or something. It's the easiest, obvious choice, right, in that you've got something that is fundamentally natural. And if you think Yeti, you think, you know, Abominable Snowman, you're going to go, it's going to be this kind of whitey, gray, browny, snow colority kind of fur. And then we do whatever color we want on the uniform because it's a sports uniform and you can go fucking primary on that. You can go, you can go ham on the color scheme. But no. Now, we have decided to just shirk all, you know, custom and history. We have we are bucking the trend 100% here, and he's gone, we're going to go pink on the fur. He's, he's living, he, he lives in pink snow. Yes. I assume that's, that's the only logical assumption I have. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm guessing that's different to yellow snow. Uh, but the pink More fur. More edible? Yeah, I mean, it's all edible. It's just, you know. It's all edible. What flavor is pink? What does the color blue taste like? These are the uh, questions we need to know. That's, that's probably a safer color. <laughs> question. What, what is the flavor of the color pink? Because I have answers to that one. Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of blue, so there's, again, it's the, the, the contrast between the pink and the blue and yellow that he's done for the uniform. So the blue on the shields and the pants. And then yellow on the shoulder pad and the is it it's not quite chainmail type thing. It's no, it's like a scale kind yeah. of Yeah. But I I armor. love this contrast. I love it. Um, you know, similar to what I said about um Oz's Snotlings, like that having that yellow and that blue so that they're still bright colours. Yes. But they accentuate the pink, I think. But also, like that yellow. Yes, it's a bright yellow, but it's clearly a bright yellow that he ain't brand new. Like yep. this guy being in a scrap. Uh, and I really dig the way that that kind of has this worn, you know, slightly beaten up, slightly scratched kind of. You know, it, it it's not the first day he's put this armor on. Um, and same for the pants. I mean, there's, there's a couple of rips and stuff, sure, in the sculpt, but they were blue when he got them. He's had them a little bit. He may not have changed them all that often. They're a little bit dirty, just yeah. a little bit. 
Yeah, that yellow in the, sort of the middle of the shoulder pad is a lot yellower than the edges for sure. Yeah, yeah, they've been scratched up a little bit. Um, and I, I dig it. I also really like it. Like he's gone traditional kind of field base for this. Mm-hmm. So it's a blood bowl pitch. Um, he looks so out of place but so correct at the same time. Like <laughs> he looks like he's angry. It's too fucking hot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> This is not his normal habitat. This is like, why the fuck? Where is my air conditioning? Get this place cooled. Someone get me a snow coin. So sick of these away games. (laughs) (laughs) And I love the, the, so you've got the pink fur and then the the sort of skin color for the the hands and the toes and the face. Yeah. The other one I really wanted to call out here is, He's been playing with, and this isn't the first model recently he's done this with, but he's playing with really directional lighting and kind of cast shadows. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at one of the pictures that isn't quite front on and the side of his face has, and the side of his arm down to kind of where that little shield is strapped to his arm and stuff has a really, it's not a harsh line, but it's a pretty hard line of the light stops hitting here so the light is coming from this direction and it stops because something is in the way and there is a shadow and it's a really really clever effect and i actually really dig it just a for, for the drama but b just for that concept of going where is the light source coming from what kind of light is it and what would happen if this model was under that light there are bits that the light wouldn't hit. So by default, we have to shadow them. And he's done it really well. It's got a little bit of a sort of a bluishy, shadowy tint. It's not like it's just a straight black at all. Um, and it's just a really level, clever way of playing with where is my model standing in the world and how is he being lit and how would that actually reflect rather than just doing the there are lights all around plausible he's on a blood bowl pitch it could be um but it just yeah he's looking up so there there very well could be like a something bigger than him on the other side just sort of standing in the way of the light or some of it he's just staring at a floodlight yeah (laughs) yelling at it i always i always look forward to clinton's uh paint jobs because he doesn't think in the box like he's constantly <laughs> continued that sentence it was yes it was a dramatic pause there i really I, I, i'd stopped thinking which was why the dramatic pause was there but um yeah clinton does these weird and wacky things that shouldn't work mm-hmm. but yet somehow do yeah. pink yeti right. green uh blood letters you know things yeah. like that 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 he just seems to churn out all the time and i love it yeah, but so the two pictures I'm looking at on, on Discord that he threw, you've got mm-hmm. one that's kind of he's looking one way and then one way he's looking almost straight at you. Yeah. And you can see the first one is the direction of the light. So we're basically the sun at this stage and I can't see any of the shadow. And mm-hmm. then he rotates the model a little bit and all of a sudden you can see, oh, the light's coming from that way because there's all this shadow. It's just, it's really clever. Yeah. 
And the fact that he's the fact that he's illustrated that in the two photos to go here is the front on view of if you were the sun, this is kind of what it looks like. But also here's how I've played it and just shown us how it's applied to the model as a technical thing is is a really clever way to, to kind of display it as well. So props for the the considerate photography. Yeah. Is that why there's no picture of the back? Because the back would be just black. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I assume so. He may not have painted it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, why would you paint everything for a, a painting competition, right, John? Uh, that's just rookie. <laughs> like, that's just inefficient. Um, didn't you win that competition too? That was the one you won, wasn't it? One of them, yeah. You yeah. didn't, didn't bother to paint the back of the model. Something like that, yeah. That's just like <laughs> a little bit less effort. Yeah. So. No, nah, I love it. Well done, Clint. Not disqualified this time. Maybe this disqualified. Time. Maybe disqualified. We'll see. Have we have we done any kind of uh, testing for uh, banned substances? No, we haven't. No, no. Mm. we we might have to. All right. So next up, scrolling down a little bit, is Janthony. So this is uh, my favorite. <laughs> can we can we actually go in and change everyone's name in the Discord? Is that an option? I can actually. <laughs> but Anthony has done. Is this this is a. So, is this a Bubble Star player? I don't know. I think she like she's she absolutely wearing she's yeah. absolutely wearing Blood Bowl armor. And given that the actual wraiths in the undead necro team don't have arms, just I'm shoot. assuming this yeah. is a a star player. It would make sense. It would make sense. This, I, is, the, this is what happens when we like play I, sevens. We're not across our star yes. players at all. I feel like I have seen this model before. Absolutely. So, but uh, so what do we got? We've got, it's almost like a dark metallic armor. Mm-hmm. Purple hair, which yes. I just love. Purple is one of my all-time favorite colors for any sort of Blood Bowl. And purple hair. Let's just say I'm a fan. <laughs> I never would have guessed. No, I don't know. No, for you know, for anyone that hasn't seen me recently, the the beard is currently purple, or was purple, and now it's sort of half purple as it wears away because I've been doing too much to do it again. Anyway, so purple hair, love it. Pink dress. And this is, again, this looks like a darker style pink, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, and I, I kind of dig it. I love the fact that people haven't gone pink. I know, pink, it's that neon color. Um, <laughs> but this is kind of like... I did uh, that. So it's... Oh, I wouldn't say yours is... Anyway, yours is a paler day, but uh, this... First one, yes. So yeah. The first one, absolutely different story, right? But this is... So it's an undead team. She clearly is no longer alive. She's... Clearly, like that is not the dress's first day. Like I, this is whatever no. she was she was buried in or whatever, right? And it's a a dusty kind of you know older. It looks like it's you know she's wearing her vintage best. Um, it's got that kind of feel about the color, not just the fact that it's a little bit tattered and stuff in the sculpt. It's got some holes in it, but it's not. A, it's not brand new, but it's kind of got this vintage fanciness about it uh, in its kind of dusty, desaturated, darker pink kind of feel that he's done. 
Um, it's not highlighted up the wazoo. Like it's got very obvious highlights where like the knee is a lot lighter than the other bits because that just where the light would hit makes mm-hmm. sense. But it's not like it's super bright. Again, it it's, keeps it that kind of desaturated. It looks like it's old. It looks like it's probably a little bit frail and tattered and, and you know, all those things. It's not 100% clean because she's been dragging it in the mud. With her little rusty chains, is is oh. that a football on the end of one of them? I think so. I Gretchen think she's... found her. Gretchen, she's absolutely a Forge World star player. Holy fuck! You painted Forge World. Who can afford that? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. She's she's about the cost of a team. Yeah, no, it absolutely is a blood bowl that's chained to her. Um. Chains. Just, yeah, chain to the Blood Bowl. Is yes. that a Black Crow song? Anyway, uh, Black Sorrows? Anyway. Um. The the skin on, the, in, in particular, face. The face to me, I'm just trying to look at all Is her words. face skin peeling off? Is that what's happened here? Because it, it looks, looks like, like that, doesn't it? It looks like a skull peeking through and that the skin is kind of, look, it's it's not. I wouldn't say pretty is the word I would use for the the concept. It's it's mildly terrifying. Someone has torn off her face. I like it. I like it. No, look, look, she looks fantastic. the The skin again is that contrast to the pink, which really, really works. The pink is the right shade of pink where it needs to be. Yep. And you've got the dirty old. Muddy style pitch, which again ties in because the the dress has got some obvious mud and dirt and shit on it. The rusty ass chain she's dragging along the the ground, you know, these chains are clean. It makes sense. Like it's not like it's a bright sparkly chain on covered in on a dirty muddy field. Like that she makes sense for where she's supposed to be. And I really appreciate that kind of forethought. Um, I also really like, so we've got this pink, we've got the purple hair is kind of a transition. And then the armor has kind of almost got a blue tinge yeah. to it. And so you've got this real progression from the pink through the purple through to blue, which makes it really cohesive because yeah. everything kind of it follows that kind of natural progression. Um, so I think that's a really clever choice, but the armor is you know, clearly shinier than everything else. So there's some really nice contrast just between the finishes of the materials as well. Smart. Yeah. And it's Smart. not it's not new. Again, not new. New. It's, it's weathered. She played this game. She played this game before. Yes. Speaking of which... Could this be a training day model? Oh, I had not thought of this. I I haven't discussed that roster with him. Mm. The challenge the challenge with training day and undead. That's a different conversation for another yep. day. But anyway, the linemen options are a little bit rough. Um, yep. But ooh, no, she look, I'm really I really dig it. I love I love the purple to the pink contrast. I love the the skin. Everything seems to be the right colour. Yes. It just it makes sense, right? There's nothing where you look at this and you'd be like, oh, even the, the fact that she's got purple ass hair, like it just you just go, yep, makes sense. I'm on board. So I'm purple, out. Purple hair is good. 
I like it. It, it. it doesn't necessarily make sense though in a natural like I wouldn't I wouldn't look at your half beard and be like, oh yeah, that that's probably the colour it grows out of his face. <laughs> kids have said that to me. <laughs> ah, kids. Still young and impressionable. Uh cool. All right. Well done, Anthony. Awesome work. Next up, still going, still going with the J's in the names. Uh, we have James. That doesn't work. <laughs> James? No, just James. Uh, so, no, I think that's where I call it with the J's. The James has done uh, Ghost Spider, who is is Ghost Spider Spider Gwen? Is that how it works? Is that just a different name for Spider-Gwen? I, I always assumed that was Spider-Gwen. But I can she, see the box and it says Ghost Spider. It does say Spirit Spider. But it is Gwen, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm positive it is. Okay. So. He says doubting have... everything he ever knew as he responds to that, just because. Anyway. <laughs> so this is one of those pieces where um, it's kind of proof that Pink doesn't need to be everywhere to be effective. Correct. So James has done this very, very much paint by numbers to the uh, the box art, uniform, right? Uh, right, yeah. which is what you want with Marvel. You, know, you yeah. don't want to go out of your way. You you can do different costumes or whatever like that. Like I did Deadpool in his X Force costume, look, but it's there's still, a lot of alt costumes and things, but yeah. You got to keep it on brand, absolutely. And so we've got light, light blue shoes. Yeah, uh, the little flat. ballet flats. That's typical. That's that's yeah. always looks like she could be very at home with like high heels in that outfit. But anyway, uh, so bright blue shoes, and then the uniform itself is black and white. Also, can we just Go. say a really quick fuck that to black and white? And this game. And I'm pretty sure James said that as well because I know he had trouble. God, like whichever way you go, that's going to be difficult, isn't it? Yeah, there's no real winning there. You do a white undercoat, black's still going to take you some time. You do a black undercoat, white's going to take you shitloads more time. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's, it's not, it's no fun. And he's done like it's not even like it's an off-white or a beige or a mother of pearl or a, you know any of. The, he's gone white. It this, is white. This, this goes white. It is um, exactly what she needs to be. Like yes, she is pretty spot on to that picture. And he's even included point, a picture for us. Yeah, <laughs> here is the reference, and he's done like the to match the shoes to tie him into the like the little underarm bits, the pink bits underarm with the the blue kind of spider web. Um, but the the pink features on this, I said, it's a little bit of a under the arm. The eyes on the mask, which mm-hmm. are, are white, but there's like a pink base to it, which is cool. But then. Ninety percent of it is, yeah. Ninety percent of it is the inside of the hood, which doesn't look fun to paint. No, I mean it does not look fun to paint, especially if any mistakes you make under there. And God knows, I would have made a few. 
go straight um, onto that white and yes. just like fixing it up between them and swearing and cursing your ancestors and wondering why the hell you decided to do this. Yeah. Is it just me or is are the whites of her eyes a brighter white than the rest of her? They look it, but I can't work out if they are actually brighter or it's because they've got the like the pink, the, pink the dark pink rent around them, which mm-hmm. make them stand out. I I would need to see it, I think, in the flesh. It's going to be impossible to tell from the, the, the photos. But the effect, forgetting whether they physically are or not, the effect is you look at the eyes, and that's really clever. Yeah. This is, yeah, he's done an amazing job. Even to the point, I don't, I don't own this model, so I don't know how textured it is. Those Marvel ones, though, a lot of those basic uh, designs on the, the outfits, mm-hmm. they, the textures aren't that big. Nah, they're, they're pretty, like, they kind of, you could ignore them if you wanted to, right? Yeah. They kind of give you, but they're, they're there, but you've really got to look for them. Um, they're not really deeply engraved or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. So to, A, to find them, B, to nail them, um, and see when it's this stark. So you're literally doing black on white, and then you've got to think about, oh, shit, well, I've got to highlight the black, but I don't want it to go gray, but I don't want it to be all one color. And then the same with the white. I've got to shade it, but I don't want it to be gray. I want it to still look white with some shading. How the hell am I going to play with that? Um, it's actually a deceptively tough bottle to do that he's pulled off really well. He's definitely gone hard mode, hasn't he? Yeah. Like those, there's definite, like you say, there's definite highlights in the black which really work and really stand out even with the, the further away shot, which is the first one. You can see those textures on, on the pants. Um, but, yeah, the, like for me, that whole underarm thing, which is pink with like light blue, spider web yeah i don't know if i would have been bothered to do the spider web i don't know i'd be really tempted just to to flip that around yeah <laughs> no he's done he's done such an incredible job here and yeah like we say like you've you've chosen a very very difficult color scheme to do well and yet somehow pulled it off so yeah awesome work mate awesome yes work. Not easy. That is a rough model. Um, yeah, I might have a ghost spider laying around, and I'm really not looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm sure it's spider queen. Anyway, but but equally, we, yeah, we need to play uh, more. We do need to play more. Mm. Yes, there needs to be more Marvel in my life. But that would yeah, be marvelous. No. Uh, Perfect. Finally, this podcast. The the internal groan did not stay internal. Uh, No, well done, James. Looks amazing. All right. So two more I want to talk about, one of which is the very next post, which I know for a fact she didn't finish, but I do want to talk about Alice's. So Alice did pledge 
um, Molog. Yes. So the giant underworld troll. And had put some effort into painting the, the mushrooms on him and they were looking pink and they were looking very good. Alice then decided she wanted to do an absolutely full-on diorama base for this guy. Yes. And then ran out of time to do Molog. But she's put pictures of the base here. So let's have a chat about that. Now, this is huge. I've seen this in the flesh. It is a very large base. So you could fit very easily. You could fit all of Molog's crew on there for sure. Okay. And it's got everything. There's so much on there. Um, yeah. There are trees. There are there are ferns. Like, how the hell are there ferns? I think are they, are they those the, little cutout things. That I think they're cells? the laser cut ones. Yeah, I think there's some of those. There is more tufts than one person should own. Um, but she does then, like to put a lot of effort into the bases. I and I appreciate that. That's that's mm. genius. But then, so we've got what look like actual branches. So she's she's gone and harassed a tree um, for the the tree. So that that which I dig, right? You're gonna really struggle to find something more natural looking than a bloody branch. Um, but then we've got this kind of middle bit that's a little bit churned up and muddy and all of those things. But it ain't the color of mud. No, it there is. is there is a lot of color through there, and I, I really appreciate the way Alice does this. She's like, it, "The laws of nature do not apply to me." Um, <laughs> so yeah, someone stepped on this, and it's like, it's a little bit like the original Willy Wonka, where you know. You, this this is a world of pure imagination. Uh, and <laughs> someone's taken a bite out of the dirt and they'll be like, ooh, the snozberries taste like snozberries. Um, because it's blue, but it's also pink, but it's also, I swear it's bloody glittery. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna confiscate her glitter. I swear <laughs> to God. Please do, please do. Um they, she's threatening to put some in the beard. Uh but it just like Especially if you're looking at that top-down view, mm -hmm. it looks like some sort of path or riverbed or something along yep. those lines in the middle of this forest. So, like, the outside is very green and it's got those ferns yep. and those amazing-looking plants. And then it's just – I know it, she put some – what, what do you call it? The water – Effects like a, yeah. a bit of a like a resin type, a two part epoxy kind of deal. Yes, exactly. So I believe this was meant to be some sort of riverbed type thing. Um, yes, um, I see what's I, happening. I know, I know that the, the you know, again, you know, trying things out for the first time, the water did not. Okay, maybe the water worked like it should have, but maybe Alice did not. Um, strengthen the sides we, we've had some leakage right we've Wouldn't had be our first leakage. time we okay. need some wings yeah okay um the other thing i want to point out too which is not apparent from these photos is i mean maybe on that very that very close-up one you can kind of see it 
There are LEDs all the way through this base. Where the fuck? Yeah. So they started off as absolute lights and you could see them and, and, you know, it had a little battery pack and she turned it on and they, they lit up like nothing. Fuck off. And then that wasn't what she wanted. She wanted pink lights. So a mm. lot of this pink is sort of covering up the the LEDs and dulling mm. them down, and it looked amazing. And then the leakage happened. Yep. And a lot of the leakage got into the the battery pack and things like that, and I don't think it worked after that. But even without that, like, this is an incredible base. So... Yeah, there's, there's two parts to that. Firstly, incontinence is not a joke. It's a serious issue that affects a lot of people and we need to take it a, a little bit more seriously. But secondly, um, there is that that effect of the trying stuff and mm-hmm. sometimes that shit don't work and that's, that's kind of cool because I didn't realise this was the base for water effects, right? Mm-hmm. And I was actually just really impressed that you had this kind of track through the middle of the forest and even without any models or anything on there you could see that these like the grass tufts and stuff thinned out mm. as it got more and more walked on now you, you give me the context of oh actually there's a bloody river running through there i'm like oh yeah, it makes also sense but without it it still reads exactly as not intended. having the water there doesn't take away from New. the fact of the, what this base is. I it mean, is... I, I do kind of want to see it lit up with water now. That's showing off and I dig it. <laughs> she always goes above and beyond. And this time she ran out of, ran out of time. But I, I really want to give props to what she's accomplished with this base because there's more effort in this base than I put into my life. <laughs> Oh, I feel that on so many levels. <laughs> but yes, had it worked, had you seen it all lit up, and I don't know if she took any photos with the with the lights on or anything. I'll, I'll have to get. We need to find out. We need to did. find out. We need to find out if this is resurrectionable. Yes, yes. resurrectable. She she doesn't believe so, but yes, there was a battery pack attached to it, and this this damn thing lit up like a bloody pink neon. Yeah, uh, stick and stick Moloch on it. Stick a couple of models. It doesn't even yeah. matter. Like some something that would feel at home in a kind of foresty swamp type area. Yeah, no, absolutely on board. Didn't finish. Sorry, Alice. Bad luck. Yep, disqualified. Uh, and then our, so last our one. second disqualification of the night. <laughs> <laughs> The last one that we have to talk about is Joel's Spider Goblin. Fuck off. Now, Joel probably posted, apart from Moose, probably posted the most number of photos. Yes. Like, there were full progression photos in this, which was fantastic to see. It was great to see, like, the, the piece come together as time went on. And what he's ended up with, he's got a little goblin riding a spider it's one of the old fantasy kind of fifth six ed forest goblin spider riders like it's a relatively classic kind of model it's mm-hmm. like it, he's got the little nothing like, new. Sort of feathers in his hair and yeah it is, 
They were cool. Look, they were cool when they were released. They were one of the best models that they ever did. But it's not new. Everyone's seen it. Everyone's kind of go, oh yeah, Spider Rider, cool story. And look, I saw it and I went, yeah, cool, little Spider. I dig the retro feel. I dig they were cool models. I'd noticed actually in the, one of the very first ones, like so. If, He's like, oh, I'm going to do some reposing and repairs, but he's actually like, re- like the legs of the spider, and he's so he's repositioned all of those to give it a slightly more natural walking. So, firstly, a it fits on the base, yep. but secondly, like classic old plastic G dub, right? The the basically the left and right side mirrored each other. They, they were in exactly the same pose. It didn't have any real movement to it. And what he's done is really subtle, but it's just given it a little bit more natural movement and made that model a little bit more believable, which detail, like, stop it. That is detail I couldn't be bothered with or I wouldn't have thought of, but I'm resentful someone else did. I'm trying to work it out from the pictures, and I don't know that the angles give me the best um, mm. view of this, but it almost looks like the spider is coming down off yes. something. So, like, it looks to me like the back of the base might be higher than the... the yeah, he's uh, built up some little, yeah. little like, rocky-type stuff. Um, now, yeah, so, I mean, A, the way this, this thing came out it is just pretty cool the the thing that got me with this one is that he painted the goblin first and Mm -hmm. the goblin is your stock standard sort of green but it's it's a more bright like old school fantasy green right yep almost goblin green but not quite uh the blue for the feathers the blue uh on the model is is a cool little contrast and then he's got this shield that he's holding and it's a black shield, and he's got he's done the the design on the shield in pink. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, cool. That was Wait, a really good use of the pink. He's painted it pink. Well done. Yeah, yeah nailed it. Just just jumping. So yes, absolutely. We're going to continue this, but I've just realised that he's got everything stuck to bottle caps, and I bet you he has got some kind of paint holder where he's just screwing the caps on. Yep, yep, now I can see that, yep. That's looking fucking genius. They're all I've stuck to different bottles. Yeah. That's that's sneaky clever and I like it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, back to the pink shield. Oh, I see, I see. I'm going back in photos and I can see the rocked now. Yes. That's much better on that photo. Cool. So, yes, he's got this awesome looking, cute ass looking fantasy goblin who is green and it looks exactly right. And he's holding one of those old style Warhammer shields. That Round shields with the, you know, the embossed thing on it with the yeah. spider. And the spider is pink. And I'm like, that's a really clever, subtle use of painting it pink. Like he's taken the, the brief and he's gone, yeah, I can throw some pink on this thing. Yeah. Done. Check. Subtle. Well done. Then there's the spider. Yes. So after painting the goblin, he has painted the spider. And with the subtle use of pink on the goblin, the use of pink on the spider is not subtle. It is not. The whole spider is pink. It It's shades of pink. It's... Um, You've got like the, so you've got the the spider, what do they call it? 
you know, the red back type. Thoraxy, abdomeny yeah, thing. Like the, the, the big ass bit of the spider. Yeah. So that that design has like this giant sort of skull on it. Which is so often not drawn attention to. But he has leaned heavily into the skull motif, which is there and it's cool. And it's very white. It's so fucking and it looks smooth. Yeah. And then the rest of the spider mm. is pink. All apart of from the, the eyes. Pink. All yes. of the pink. So you got your your mandibles at the front, which are which are white, but not quite as white to me mm-hmm. as oh yeah, no, some of the photos show them as, as being almost as white as the, the skull on the back. Mm-hmm. But the rest of it is just various shades of pink and all the shades look perfectly done. Yeah. And I've only just so there's there's multiple ways that you could tackle this, and I think if it was me, right, I would have lay I would have started with a darker shade of pink and highlighted up, right. But I'm going back and looking at the way that he's done it, and he's basically gone for his sort of mid base pink tone, and at some stage he's highlighted that up and he's done all those. But at some stage he's gone in and he's basically like pin washed like lined all of the creases in between all of the joints around that white skull that he painted he's lined around that later like the the control or the cleanup i'm not sure which one it is but you know he's done one of those two things or both of them really really well because it is such a clever way of just going back and being like right i'm gonna make sure that this has all the definition that it needs. But he's he's literally gone in with a darker, like a magenta-y, darker, red It's still pink, but it's he's darker. Um, and he's lined everything between the eyes, around the face, in between each of the leg joints, around the, all of that little skull. And then he's gone around and, and highlighted all of the, the other bits that need highlighting. And it's equally... Oh, I cannot be asked. Yeah, I cannot be asked painting things separately. But he's gone. He's pulled a little rider off. He's stuck the rider to a bottle cap. He's put that in his very clever little paint holder thing where he screwed the cap on, and he's painted the rider. And then he's painted the spider. And then after he's painted those two things, he's stuck the two together. And every single time I do that, I end up with that white frosty glue shit. <laughs> and I see none of that. No, it's it's not natural, is it? And the base itself, like the from what he's gone to in the original picture there, like yeah, that that rock is absolutely superb. It's the right sort of color. It's got a bit of green on it. I was going to say, yeah, it. And then again, the mix of kind of like grass and stuff. So he's done it as a base, kind of a dirty base to start with, but then he's gone some, there's some static grass, there's some tufts, there's some lichen-y looking stuff. Like this is all on like a 25 mil round or oval base. So there's not a lot of space there. And there is just, the variation in texture is something that makes it look so much more realistic quote unquote for the bright pink spider with the goblin on top. Um, but it just it brings so much more to the model, but it doesn't detra- like you still look at a pink ass spider. 
Mm. Technically, the spider's ass is white. The rest of the spider is pink, but he's a pink ass spider. Um, yeah, it's very clever. Very clever. Really well done. The shading on the pink is just, you know, sh- shading up to almost white in, in parts. Um, he thought this through and, like, if this was me, I'd be like, oh, cool. Oh, I'll put, I'll put some pink on the spider. That'd be great. Oh, it's got a skull. The skull will be pink. The rest of the spider will be black. Like, that would be my first yep. impression. Absolutely. And again, and, white, brave. Mm-hmm. And she looks smooth. Yeah. Like, it's it's not an overly, like, the entire skull is white and it is a relatively consistent white. There's not a lot of shading, but also that, that kind of works given the, mm-hmm. the lighting situation. Absolutely. But it is just so consistent over such a large, flat, smooth kind of area with a hard edge around it that he's gone back and lined in. Um, you know, again, if that was me, there'd be bloody marks or bumps or shit or bits where you could see me trying to clean up the fucking pink line um, from around it. Like, that is hard yeah. work to pull. That would not be me. I wouldn't even bother. It's beyond my capabilities. And I, I really love the black eyes on the spider as well. Yes. Again, totally the opposite way to uh, the way I would have gone. I would have done black spider, pink skull, red eyes or something along yeah. those lines or yellow I eyes. Reckon- I reckon he's repositioned the back legs as well to actually wrap around the rock on the base a little bit. Because that back leg looks like it's not in the position it would be if he was flat on the ground, but it's perfectly fitting the rock. It's just a lot of detail in a teeny tiny little model. And I, I, I really appreciate that this is a model that 20 years ago came in a regiment box. Right. And people painted bloody 15, 20, 30 of these little bastards quickly in primary colors because it was the 90s. Um, but he's taken the, the time and the effort on one of those models to A, clean it up and repose it and reposition it and, and then to paint it to this standard and to literally just have one of the little bastards. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it's really appreciating simplicity and in a really clever way. Yeah, no, I love it. It's it's really well done. Um, that's that's it. Let's let's finish up there. Have we forgotten anyone? He says, rapidly scrolling through, just making sure we don't have to do any kind of extra last minute disqualifications. Bill, <laughs> Bill didn't finish. Yeah, look, we had a number of people and, you know, life gets in the way. We know that. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, like no no bad thoughts or harsh words about anyone that it's even thought about entering. Um, apart from Matthew Bruce, like he just, he had a model oh, and it just sat there and looked at him and he looked at it back but didn't do anything. So, <sighs> I don't even think you won the staring competition. No, I don't think you did. But, like, no, we want to thank each and every one of you that, that even tried to enter because uh, this is literally just about trying to promote some hobby, trying to have a bit of fun, 
and trying to motivate not only you guys to do a little bit of painting for whatever reason you want to do painting, but also to motivate us. More importantly. Yeah. yeah. Like, again, I feel the need to make sure I've painted something for this, even though it's something, it's a competition that I've put on and there's nothing I can win from this. So I still feel motivated and, and needing to finish something. And I, I, I'm very happy with what I tried. Yeah, something yeah. slightly different to what I'd normally do. And for an orc army, which I'll never use because he's pretty much my only orc. Perfect. Yeah, he'll sit on the shelf here somewhere with other ones that I've done, which I've been happy with. So, uh, look, everyone that's that's entered or started, um, really hope that you guys are as proud of your models as we are. Yeah, absolutely. I make. I feel like there's people that have got projects done that they wanted to get done. There's people that have tried things that they wanted to try. There are people that have, you know, just try, stepped out of their comfort zone, maybe pulled something off the shelf that they've wanted to paint for ages and needed a little bit of an excuse to, or, you know, otherwise just going, fuck, I need to get this done because I'm playing the Blood Bowl League and it'd be really nice to have this shit painted. And they've just busted out some cool stuff there's there's some a real good mix or i'm just going to paint 80 billion necrons <laughs> you know because reasons yeah Look, uh, well yes. well done everyone so thank you for, for once again jumping on this journey with us um again like i said i got asked last night when the next painting thing is on yeah. so there will be another one give us a couple of months we'll let people yeah. relax a bit don't want to push the hobby too much on people. <laughs> we we want we want people to enjoy every time that they're entering these things. Yeah, we, have a bit we, of fun. We want to feel like it's a consensual hobby. That's the <laughs> that's the main thing. But no, it's it's been really fun sort of going on this journey, and I definitely won't stop believing. Um, but we'll do another one sometime in the yes. foreseeable future. Definitely. That being said. This is not a painting competition, as we've said. It is a painting event. Yeah. So that being said, though, we kindly have some Patreons. More Patreons than I thought ever possible for we sh- a we deserve, crappy little yeah. podcast like ours. Uh, but they help, you know, fund some prizes. So we may as well give some prizes out. Absolutely. I feel like this is just a, an extra appreciation award. Yes. For a couple of people that have they've done extra stuff. Extra. And done it extraly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're going to give out two prizes tonight. So congratulations. Number one, first and foremost, first prize has to go to Joel. Like that spider is just, it's something else. For all the reasons that we've just gushed about, you know, it's total coincidence that you're the last one we talked about because you were the last one to post pictures there. But it is, it's so far above me, for one thing. Just a really good study in appreciating simplicity and just, you know, championing it. I think it's very clever. Yeah, no. Awesome work, mate. We were we were blown away, and we were blown away throughout the piece. So, thank you again for all the progress shots that you gave us. Because um, I actually, 
I really liked that there were so many progress shots, right? But when he sent us the final kind of, oh, I'm done, I was still like, holy shit. Like yeah. I'd seen it getting painted the whole way and that last shot was still like a, a wow moment surprise. I really, I don't know how, I don't know how that worked, but it worked so well. It does, definitely. The correct amount of progress. <laughs> it was definitely progress. So, well done, Joel. Secondly, second prize, we are going to give to Adam. Just sheer volume. 80 bazillion fucking Necrons. Like, <laughs> oh, you've got an event. Here's an army I painted. Like, what the actual shit, man? And then for, for just every single time, and I was taking the piss, and you're like, nah, Pepsi challenge accepted. I got this. Here's another bazillion. Like, and they're good. Like, they look so good as a cohesive force. As a, I'm really keen to, I, I would love to see, you know, a big, chunky, kind of tanky, monolithy, Katan thing. That would be extra cool. But I just see from the photos of these on the table, you know, gorsing some shit in the face. That'd be awesome. Um, has Adam entered every single one of our events? I, th- I feel like a, he it's has. It's the kind of thing he would do. Yeah, definitely. But like, yeah, awesome work, and that's one way of getting a forty k legion done and ready and ready to bash some heads. And you know, like we said earlier, like maybe some people just don't want to play you because they're pink, and those are the people you don't want to play. Correct. You have yeah. just moderated. It's the best. No, so it's so, imp- so impressive. I dig it. Um, just disciplines it. Like the last time, I'm trying to think of the last time I painted a fucking army for anything. More than 10 models. I'm like, nah, I'm not interested. Yeah, no, it, it takes effort. It takes dedication. And it's, it's that whole chain painting sort of, yeah. what do they call that? I'm going blank. Batch. Batch. Batch painting. Thank you. That you have to no, really he, dedicate time and effort to. He absolutely has a hard-earned thirst. And a hard-earned thirst deserve, deserves some good paint. I think yeah, that's, that sounds right. Yeah, I think that's how it works. At this point of the night, it sounds right. Anyway, thank you again to everyone that joined this little journey with us. Um, and we will see you all hopefully in the next one. Yes. Uh, before we wrap up, I just want to uh, just quickly do something. What? Can this you is, hear that? I can, yes, but I'm not sure what I can hear. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to edit the shit out of this now. <laughs> That is, in my hands right now, the dice for training day. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. They actually they look really pretty. They came out an absolute treat. So we have received all the dice in for training day, which is Saturday week. Holy shit, we better get our shit together. Yeah, so not long. The... There are tickets still available at this point where we've sold about 13... I think. And so there are, is room for more. If not, then the prizes are going to be so much easier for other people to win. 
But if you want to get involved, there are some awesome dice that you will get on the day, and there are many possible prizes. And just it's just, just going to be a day like of fun, really. Yeah, we we get to do fun things. We get to put star players on seven pitches and watch them go silly. We get to like try some different rosters and some stuff. I think it should just be some pretty casual, just try some shit funsies. Yeah. It's, you know, some of you, quite a few of you have been to our tournaments in the past. It's going to be more of the same. You know, yeah. We don't take tournaments seriously. And why should we expect you to if you turn up to ours? Absolutely. We don't take you seriously. We don't expect you to take us seriously. Um, but this is going to be fun. I have made so many goddamn rosters for this. <laughs> yeah. Like, turns, out, turns out some of them go all right too. Really. Just saying, yeah. You've had a couple of practice matches, haven't you? Just, just a couple. Try and lose out. Just being like, oh, what happens when I put you know this and this together? Like, oh, skinks are still fucked. They're great. <laughs> Magic still happens. Yeah. Training day. It's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We hope to see um, some of you there and. This is. I mean, we hope num- to see all of you there, but you know, well, that's, that's unlikely. Yeah. This is event one for 2023. There will be another couple coming as well. So if you can't make this, I know there's there's been a couple of people that have had already had stuff on on that particular Saturday. I don't know why you'd go to anything else, but um, we will. Like work, I wouldn't go there. Oh God, no. Uh, but we will. Yeah, we will announce the next one reasonably soon after. So, great. Give yourself plenty of time to lock it in for the day. In the meantime, come the fuck to training day if you can. Yes. It's going to be fun. It is. I am looking forward to it muchly. And these dice are very pretty. Oh, I'm very excited. Speaking of very pretty dice, we also got the dice in the new 2023 dice for the Patreons, and they are looking sweet as as well. So if you want to throw a couple of bucks our way to help pay for all of these prizes and stuff that we give away, that's where all the money goes to. It doesn't go to hookers and blow like people may think. Wait, it doesn't? No, no, you got to spend your own money on that, mate. Why can't I have more hookers and blow and no money? No, wait, it's the way around. Um. Um, by all means, consider becoming a Patreon. Uh, links will be in the show notes. Otherwise, all the links are on thoughtlesscasualgaming.com. Um, .au? Is it .com? No, second guessing. No, it's yet. .com. No, .com. it's a .com. Cool. I thought it was. We're international. Uh, we are international. I'm sure we get one international listener, surely. Once. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So someone take a holiday. Listen to us. <laughs> um, yeah. So thank you to all our patrons. We have two new patrons since our last episode. So thank you very much to Kingsley and Joel. And then secondly, we have our high-end thoughtless Patreon tier, which I put together we, and yeah. thought, you know, let's let's celebrate these particular people who pay us way too much money, much more than we're ever worth. Um, but they get they'll get their name announced every episode. Who would want that? Apparently, 
I mean, not me. Now. We're up the tree. So, uh, so thank you to our thoughtless patrons. So Alice Clinton and Kingsley. So Kingsley, new on there. Uh, they are pretty much all three of them are just about to receive some of these special VIP dice. Too. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. And the keys uh, to the back room. Yeah, that's it. Ooh, ooh, yeah. <laughs> Which back room are you talking about? Yes. Yes, cool. Um, yeah, check out the Patreon if, you, if you're at all interested. Uh, we do monthly giveaways for Patreons as well. So if you are a Patreon, you'll go straight into that draw. And then we, as a Patreon, you will also get extra entries into our giveaway draws, which we are starting up again pretty much now. So by the time you listen to this, the next one should be up and we'll finish that end of March. Nice, quick, easy. Facebook, like and tag a homie, person, whatever. Friend, acquaintance, colleague, league buddy. Yes. (gasps) Exit buddy. We're now referring to them as exit buddies. Do you have your exit buddy? Because you need to tag them. done um and yeah if you're a patron make sure you enter uh, by liking and tagging and you will get those extra entries as well we should do a hardcore one where someone has to like and then tag a train <laughs> okay i'm just saying that be- <laughs> does the train have to be moving at the time absolutely <laughs> and then send us photo evidence yes Yes. And anyone not arrested goes in the drawer. It's going to be the best. <laughs> not that we endorse any of that. But send us photos. That's it from us. Uh, give us a follow. Facebook, Pod, Spodbean. Spodbean? I'm oh, really out. Like, My words are Spodbean. not working. Spodbean. <laughs> Twidbean. Uh, Twitter. Speech. <laughs> We're not on Twitter. Spotbuck. Um, Instatalk Facebean I don't know <laughs> Tickagram we're, we're on all the things Go to the website You'll see them all Have a look there Things Fans like yeah. Only fans Progress There will be progress I promise <laughs> When I get time There will be only fans progress I promise <laughs> Best news Oh dear We need to stop talking now it's yeah, my brain's melted. Everyone. It's gone. It's just, it's for the best. All the listeners have gone. You might want to timestamp where the where we actually give away the prizes so people don't have to live, listen to the rest of the movie. <laughs> just stop listening now. It's not worth your time, please, for the love <laughs> of God. It's, you know, it's just people sitting there like on a train somewhere with blood out of their ears. <laughs> While somebody else is tagging it. <laughs> <laughs> that implies that we've got two listeners. I don't believe that at all. All right, I'm done. Done. Ladies, people. Gotcha. Gotcha.